You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Webcology. Webcology is the show that takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome to Webcology here on webmasterradio.fm. It's the 28th of March, 2019, last day of Mar- or last week of March. Um, it's been an exciting week in search. It's going to be an exciting week on Webcology. We have the one and only Keith Good coming up after our first break. Uh, that's super exciting. We've all survived the uh, March core update. Some of us have, some of us haven't, some of us survived better than others. That's kind of exciting. And Ahrefs is building its own damn search engine. Yeah. That's, that's kind of exciting. <laughs> I know. It, it's, you know, we'll see how that goes. But um, you, you can certainly see why. Okay, like, let's, let's just start there. You can certainly see why. And I've often wondered about them because I, I use them. Like, they're one of the tools that I use. Mm-hmm. And me and probably everybody listening right now um but um yeah they're, they're one of my go-to tools that and and, and majestic for, for sort of the same thing but i found their database to be a little more robust majestic has other advantages so I, it's sort of a six one half dozen another i not both <laughs> i think i want as much data as possible when i'm doing link analysis but um I've all, i'm like you, you you've mapped all this out you've indexed everything anyway, right? Like they have an incredibly robust database of, of links, right? So it's majestic, but, but it's incredibly robust. And, and, and then they're giving you all these details about all these links. Great. Um, as, as they should. Um, and I have kind of wondered for, for the past while, I mean, they, they do other things with that data as well, but, but it, it sort of makes sense that they would go, well, we've got all this stuff. All we really need is an algorithm. <laughs> like, and they've got a bunch of intelligent people on staff doing some neat stuff anyway. Um, you know, they they have their own mechanisms. We can debate DA and things like that. And that's, that's not theirs. There's this, it, they have their own ranking system at Ahrefs called Ahrefs, you know, trust rank and stuff like that, or trust, anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, I want to come up with a new name for that. Yeah, exactly. They, they've got their, all their... Um, you know, they they basically 
got things they're using to rank they, different pages and, and factors around each other. Yeah, they got a crawler. They already have algorithms because they, they are making these judgments about all the pages in their index. And then they're storing everything in the, you know, anyway, right? So it absolutely makes sense. Um, but of course, you know, at the end of the day, can you come up with a better um, search engine than Google. Um, you know, Bing just earlier today launched some some great features that deal with with answering more complicated questions. And so, you know, our demands are a lot higher than just when I do a search for blue widgets, will you show me a few pages on blue widgets? So well, it'll be interesting to see what they do there. Something I'd like to throw in here, and so I think this was bound to happen, is um, do you remember when uh, when 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 Wolfram Alpha was uh, was founded? What was it like? Had to be about ten years ago. Mm -hmm. Now, the cool thing about Wolfram was it was a different way of looking at people's needs in search. Yeah. Like Wolfram Alpha just wanted to give you the facts um, and, and as many empirical facts as it could possibly give you. That, that's, what, that's what it seemed to be about. And mm -hmm. the, while, while that search engine didn't really take off, and I wish it had, I mean, just the name alone, mm -hmm. uh, Wolfman Alpha, that, that, that name alone should have taken off. Um, but the cool innovation about it was just a totally different way of looking at the field itself. Like, what might people want to use this tool for? Right. Google's trying to be like the Swiss Army knife of search of search tools. It's everything for all people. Yep. Um, and it has to steal a hell of a lot of content to do that. Mm. It's gonna put mm. it at odds with the EU awful quick. But that's a different. <laughs> that's gonna be a whole funny kettle of a uh, kettle of fish. We'll, we'll deal with that one later. Yep. Um, but anyway. Um, AA traps like this is gonna if they take a different approach than Google took or than than than, than Bing's taking I don't see why I don't see why it wouldn't work mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. they, yeah. they they certainly have um, hundreds of thousands perhaps perhaps millions of fans coming preloaded yeah yeah they do but you know, uh, you know what we'll 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 wait and see I think they've got an uphill battle but in some ways, and, and this is what is unique about a tool like this, they're, they're going to have like a bunch of us using it just to heck, if nothing else, just to, to see, right? Mm -hmm. Like what, what does it do? That may be the sum total of what they're trying to figure out. If they all of a sudden end up like as an SEO tool, let's assume that they, they want to be nothing more than, than an SEO tool. Like let's, let's work under that premise for just a second and then go, what I'm going to do is launch a search engine. We already have all the data. Um, and, and we're going to then see what people do with that. Well, now all of a sudden, all the tools have some mechanism for trying to judge pages, judge values of links. If they actually can pull in some real data, <laughs> like some actual user data, um, and what we do with that, uh, with those actual results based on what they're believing truth to be, that, that could be some, some powerful insight into you know, where, where they don't really need to become a top search engine, they just need enough people to be statistically significant to judge their own metrics and then update the metrics within their SEO tools uh, to, to accommodate a, a more real-world application of, of that information, right, of, of, of what they're doing. So I, I think it could be interesting. I think it would also help filter out. I mean, you, you get the links uh, or, or you get the, the emails with, like, I've got like 100 sites, all of like DA 53 plus, right? Or whatever they are, right? Um, if, if you ended up with those sort of real world metrics coming in, it would help filter those out really fast and sort of give you a, a more legitimate um, 
you know, ranking system, right? Like we all look at one of the reasons we all kind of roll our eyes and go DA updated big deal is we all get that. We go, are you going to look at these backlinks of this DA 65 site? And you go, wow, that was gamed real fast. This is like page rank and like, 2003 <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know and, and, and sort of move from there if they can start to pull in some real world metrics I, I think it will add a lot to the relevance of the data that they're providing us and if they can become the provider of that more relevant data we're not asking for perfect we're just asking for better than the others right the, the best data wins in, in, in this game so they may not even be trying to be a search engine they might just try to be trying to improve their tool and hey, if they end up running a, a powerful search engine and making a lot of money at that, you know, great for them too. So I, I'm not sure what they're getting at, but I, I wish them luck in, in whatever it is because I use the tools. So whichever direction they go, if they're successful in it, uh, I win. Well, <laughs> so. well, their well, their emerging search tool is still very young and uh, shall we say innocent. Um, we know that it'll be naive enough to buy drinks from now until whatever. So, Al, <laughs> good for me. <laughs> okay, uh, you two. We only got a few more minutes. We have we have Keith Good coming up um, on the show after first break. So we only, we only got a few minutes to go into first break. And we, we 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 do not want to push time. One of the one of the um, stories that you posted, Dave. I, th I think you should address this because it's, it's either I don't I don't do a heck of a lot of uh, a paid search in my career, but I think this is important. Um, Google has rebranded the old AdWords editor and it's added like a whole bunch of functionality in uh, Google ads in Google ads editor. Um, yeah. You, you've been raving about it. What do you think? I am stoked. Now this is, it's brand new. Like I, I've only had access to it for, for a couple hours since I found out about it. Had tip Guinea Marvin over at SEL was the one that published about it. And I went, Oh, okay. Um, you know, sir, let me, let me install this thing and see it. Um, there are a bunch of new things in there. I've only, of course, we all go to our first use case. There were two things I immediately went in to look at um, that sort of like, okay, these have been annoying me in, in the um, AdWords editor, the old AdWords editor. I, you know what, let me just say for a second, for folks who do man paid management, even if it's your own campaign, if you don't use the editor, we'll do, right? Like if nothing else, now this new one, just, just do. Um, if you haven't played around with it, there's a slight learning curve, but this new one, the interface looks even, even easier than the old one was, but you can do mass um, updates and, and mass edits. Um, but anyway, one of the things I really liked is they made responsive ads. Well, they, they put them in there and made them, them easy. So you can see the grading of your responsive ad and also uh, make a lot of edits to it. But one of the things I most love, and this doesn't apply to a lot of people, but it sure does for me, is that you can pull in multiple campaigns at the same, or multiple accounts at the same time. Now I've got three different accounts for one client running across a, a bunch of different campaigns. Why I love this is because you can copy and paste ads, which is one of the great things about, about AdWords Editor. You can, you can do it through the, the interface, or sorry, the Google Ads Editor now, but um, you can do it through the interface, but it's painful. There, it's just right-click, copy, you know, find your new, uh, new campaign, go into the ad group, you know, paste, and, and it's done. Now, of course, you're gonna wanna edit it because you're, you're crossing campaigns, but you can now do that across accounts, um, which for me is really, really handy, especially when you're trying to deploy well, A, I'm trying to move ad groups in one case from one account to another. Um, but also when you're trying to just deploy changes on mass, right? When, when you're, if you haven't been playing around with responsive ads 
and all of a sudden you're wanting to move them to different accounts that you might be in. Well, if you found like starting points that just work really well, just drop the first one in there, right? And now you've got your starting point and then you can start to edit it. So it's not that it's revolutionary in a, hey, this is, is you know, going to change the way Dave manages campaigns. It's just going to make it a lot faster, a lot easier. And that means clients get more ROI because I can spend more time creating ads than just managing the movement of this ad over here. So I have good starting spots and doing some edits. So there's a bunch of other stuff that it does um, that, that were updated. Um, the interface is a lot nicer than it was before, which I think is great just for, as I was saying, you know, everybody should be using it. The interface is a lot more friendly, the positioning of things a lot more natural on the screen. Um, and there's a bunch of stuff that I haven't had a chance to, to sort of dive into yet on it just because it was this morning. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it. But for, for folks who either haven't used the editor or are still using the AdWords editor, go download it, try it out. It'll just import your stuff from, from the AdWords editor. Like it's, it's being treated as an upgrade, even with the name change as well. So do it and, uh, and you can thank me later. Okay, we have about uh, uh, three minutes before we got to go to break, and then we're going to come back with uh, with Keith Good from 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 IBM. I mean, I'm, you know, yeah. the uh, the the March update hit. What was it? It had to be what, 10, 10, uh, 10 days, two weeks ago now. Mm -hmm. um, I think it was March eleventh. March twelfth was the uh, the starting date for it. And I noticed that a large a lot of larger sites uh, sites that 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 carry um, say your money or your life. Um, uh, uh, critical content that, that 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 has to be exacting or people might you know be misdiagnosing themselves with brain cancer or something um and 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 and, and you know spending a whole bunch of money on stuff that isn't going to cure the brain cancer mm -hmm. um these are big institutional and big uh, uh often large pages that got hit with the, with this update i'm wondering how ibm fared um and there's a whole bunch of how to fix it pieces that are coming out in the uh, in the search journals. There's actually one that's speaking of in Search Engine Journal. I saw I saw one in Search Engine Land a couple of days ago. Um, Dave, have you been have you been studying the uh, sites affected by the, the the March update? I I have been, um, and they do seem to be really content authority heavy sites from from everything that I'm sort of. CM. Okay. That um, said, I'm sorry, we only have a couple seconds. I just, want, I just want to really quickly, and I want to set up a question and then ask a question. Okay. Are you ready? Like, would you be comfortable? Would you be ready to tell people this is how you fix these websites? Nope. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think we're too early in just like adjusting. Like, I think they've still got some fixes to come. One of the funniest pieces that I've, I've read on this whole thing, though, and it, it came from, from Barry Schwartz over at Search Engine Land, and it was just data. Like, he's, I'm, I'm not you know, sort of digging a berry here because he, he provides this data and it had done some, um, you know, sort of survey on what's going on. And the title of it is SEO show mixed results following the update. And of course I have to think, well, yes, because there's, there's still top 10, right? So of course there's mixed results, <laughs> right? Like one left, one went in. That's exactly how this plays out. Uh, so I, I sort of had fun as soon as I, I saw that title. There's a much deeper analysis. I actually like a, a or a much deeper breakdown of what sectors and, and stuff like that. So it's a, it's a highly recommended read over at Search Engine Land. But the title I found kind of funny. Yeah. The uh, the one commonality I found, and you know, I actually you know what I will stick my foot in this one, um, is uh, user experience. If you're presenting a cruddy user experience, if your websites are loading slowly, especially in the mobile world, um, 
then you probably got uh, damaged badly by by uh, March 2019. Um, that's what I found anyway. Like weird, weird uh, redirects, serious, serious redirect strings, and like in 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 ad networks. Mm-hmm. That's one commonality that killed every page I was looking at. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. So crappy user, craptastic user experience, probably something to do with uh, with the March update. Um, okay, it's twenty after the hour. We got Keith Good sitting in the side in in the in the wings. It's a good time to take a break here on Webcology on WebmasterRadio.fm. So on behalf of Dave Davies from Beats on Internet Marketing, this is Jim Edge from Digital Always Media. You're listening to Webcology on WebmasterRadio.fm. It's the twenty eighth of March, twenty nineteen. Stick around. We got Keith Good from IBM coming up after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology will be back after this short break. All right, guys. I want you to come up with an ad for a patented platform that lets you see any company's analytics accounts. I'm talking Amazon, Tesla, Netflix, etc. You know, see their sales and stats in real time. It's called Nacho Analytics. Tim? Nacho, regular analytics company. Charlotte. You can tap into analytics of major companies that don't want you to know how they're performing. Right. And you can also check the traffic and engagement for any influencer on any platform across all platforms. Tim? Okay. Let us help you grow your business. Bailey? So it helps you jump ahead in the concept and development stages so you can build your product better and ahead of schedule. Absolutely. Nacho Analytics lets you see anyone's analytics in real time. Tim? You'll be wondering, where has this company been my whole life? Tim! Sorry. Sales, subscribers, and stats all in one place, and the data is totally anonymous. Holy guacamole, that's good stuff. Ah, now you have me making puns. Let Nacho Analytics level the playing field. What will you do when you can lift the curtain on the internet? NachoAnalytics.com Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. WebmasterRadio.fm, the destination for education and entertainment. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Webcology. Here on WebmasterRadio.fm, it is the 28th of March, 2019. Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media and Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing. And we are joined by the one and only Keith Good from IBM. Keith, it's been, you know what? You've never been on the show before. It's been way, way, way too long. Welcome to Webcology. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, you know, I do my best uh, to, uh, um, you know, uh, show up where I'm wanted. Uh, I just haven't been wanted until now. <laughs> uh, no, a, a wizard always arrives on time. You got here just at the right instance. That's right. Absolutely. How you doing? I'm well, thank you. It's a, it's a beautiful day down here in Austin, Texas. Um, and uh, we, we're just enjoying some nice spring weather. How are things up uh, in the great white north? 
Oh, well, you know, it's not often a beautiful day up here. It's actually pretty damn cold. <laughs> <laughs> Dave's at the other end of it. He might be having a better a better time. Yeah, I'm looking out the window at cherry blossoms, blue skies, and it's, you know, high teens, which I don't, I can't do that. I don't know. Uh, but high 60s, <laughs> I guess, in Fahrenheit. I'm trying to do some quick math there. I'm like, oh, I was not a aware that I was going to need to do math right now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Don't you multiply times two and add 32 or something? That's exactly what I do. It works in the, in the, yeah, for the, for the lower numbers. It goes all the heck as soon as you hit the high ones. Cause I would put the boiling point at like 232, but gets, it gets kind of messy once it starts getting really hot, but then you just go, it's bloody hot. And, and then you're good. <laughs> so I haven't seen you in, uh, I guess it's been a few weeks, Keith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's such a long time. Uh, I got to see you down in Fort Lauderdale. Uh, yeah. You and your your uh, at the time ill wife. She was illin. Uh, she was illin, but now she's doing better. And good. I am totally stoked to have you on the show. And it, it couldn't be more timely because we've got like lots of stuff going on. And mm-hmm. and I hear you. You might know a, a thing or two about. Um, you know, I, I refer to it as like, I don't know, trying to turn an aircraft carrier, right? Like you're working at a, at a massive entity. And, and Jim and I, we keep talking about things like updates and SEO. And we're thinking of sort of, you know, light and flexible sort of organizations where it's like, I want to do a thing. All right. Well, like five minutes later, those titles are changed site wide <laughs> because I felt like I wanted to do it. I'm an SEO. I made the call and I did it. Um, I didn't have legal teams. 800 different versions and, and <laughs> I had to deal with different divisions that I needed to deal with, uh, with, with different, uh, you know, sort of concerns and, and, and approaches. So it, it's awesome to have you on. Thank you. I'm, I'm glad um, to be here. And, and you bring up some really good points about uh, the differences in how we view SEO from a very large enterprise versus a, a small enterprise uh, and, and how, you know, you were just talking about the March update, how those updates affect big sites versus small sites, uh, you know, whether we're concerned about them at all for, for that matter. Uh, and if, if we, you know, um, well, if, if we can get legal approval to, to publish something <laughs> as well. So, you know, whereas we do have the barriers, those barriers also protect us in many ways uh, as well. well. Sometimes, sometimes, Keith, you, you, you must have to act in like an emergent situation. Mm-hmm. Um, you've, you, you've lost 70% of traffic. You can't figure it out why. Uh, something has to change. And, oh, my God, no one's going to do our pages anymore. What, what, what do you do when that happens? Well, you have to keep in mind, uh, because of the size of, of the site, we're, it is like turning – uh, the Titanic, uh, in, in many cases, because, you know, those smaller waves that buffet the heck out of small ships or, or, you know, uh, schooners, um, tend to not impact us as much. And so what we have to do is we have to take the long view of our analytics and we may not see an impact immediately. Whereas you guys, uh, are, are much more cognizant of changes that are happening either in your ranking or in your traffic. Um, when you're dealing with, um, you know, tens of pages versus, you know, hundreds of thousands of pages or millions of pages for that matter, uh, th- those impacts are felt uh, more readily. Whereas we look at it and we go, all right, well, some of our pages might have been impacted, but the vast majority of them uh, were not. Okay, and uh, well. that's that's the benefit of, of being at a large site. The other, the, of course, the, the converse problem for that is, is that w- there may be an issue that we don't detect immediately, 
because it's it's hidden so deep in in our our many pages where we have to sort of um uh you know see it in in a in a six month view and we're like oh crap we should have fixed this a long time ago uh but it's just you know it's one of 10 million pages <laughs> so uh but you know the impacts um are aren't necessarily felt uh, you know immediately but then you you of course have to um um you know, you have to move as soon as you see them. And we, you know, and again, that goes back to having that I talk about in many, many of my presentations, just having that executive buy-in. And as soon as your executives understand the value of organic traffic or any traffic for that matter, coming into your site, they're, they're behind you. Uh, they understand because they like a lot of corporate America folks uh, tend to like money. And when you can show them how they're losing money due to something they will go, you have my blessing proceed and go forth. So in the in the um I guess hierarchy of concerns for for somebody working uh, enterprise SEO at, at 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 the scope you're working at um what, what what would be your your top 5 concerns for, for me I mean it actually does differ uh based on uh the focus of the SEO on my squad uh that that I work with mm-hmm. my focus is essentially making sure that I have empowered and enabled teams across the organization to do what an SEO would have to do um so you know I'm responsible for training our content writers and making sure they understand how to actually do con- uh, you know keyword research but not just looking for high volume keywords but to understand how people are talking about topics uh, understanding how that fits into the buyer's journey and understanding how they need to write their content to appeal to those writers at that particular part of the journey. So, you know, so we don't have folks in marketing looking only for very, really, really high volume uh, keywords. They're looking for the right keywords to meet the right users at the right time. Whoa, so, what a shocking idea. <laughs> it is a shocking <laughs> idea, but you would be surprised at at, at, at that that is revolutionary to people. And sometimes you'll, you'll run into writers who go, yes, this is what I've been saying all along. But the problem is, is there are some old SEO habits that are still embedded in the organization. I don't know if you guys remember, you know, a decade ago, we were telling people to, uh, you know, here's how you write a title, keyword, comma, keyword, hyphen, you know, company <laughs> name. Um, and then make sure you use the keyword at least five times in a paragraph. Um, and so we still run into people who were trained by old school SEOs back in the day. And they are very happy and very relieved to find out that that style of writing is not acceptable anymore. Uh, we want you to write for the users using their language. And the keywords are only there to tell us how they're talking about the topic. They're not there to, to, to force us into a, a, a way of talking that doesn't really exist in, in the real world. That, that 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 brings me to sort of a, a contradiction in 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 uh, trying to make choices at again at such scale. Um, you must have uh, just a, a vast variety of types of users who would use different types of language to describe to describe the same things. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you find a um, a median like people from the from the west coast are going to address the exact same object differently than people from the east coast will? Um, in a sense, yes. I mean, so for example, there is the, um, um, uh, artificial intelligence, for example, maybe the way most people talk about, um, uh, machine learning and, and deep learning, but then there are others who are maybe more savvy and they do understand that, uh, you know, it's not always fully artificial intelligence. It is a machine learning algorithm. Um, and they would use that type of, of language. Uh, you know, so, 
obviously we want to appeal to the broadest set of users um, in, in those cases. And we want to talk to uh, and, and meet everyone wherever they are. Um, but those terms mean different things uh, at different levels of not only knowledge, but wherever you are in the buyer's journey. And we fully recognize that there are people at the top of our funnel who will probably never buy a product from us. Um, they, you know, they don't have, I don't know, uh, millions of dollars in budget to be able to, you know, to, to buy one of our, our products or services. They're just very interested in learning about what Watson can can do uh, from a health uh, research perspective or from uh, a, a language uh, understanding perspective, uh, but they probably will never invest. And we, we do write to them, uh, but we also write content for folks who are truly interested in learning about machine learning and, and the algorithms that we use and how they can use Watson to build their own chatbot or whatever. Um, so, you know, it, it really does. We, we do take that into account and we are a large enough company to where we, we probably can find enough writers to, to write that content. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to come back to, to, to the subject we're, we're kind of talking about, maybe if we have time, because you started talking about machine learning, and now I could yeah. just like, oh, we've got to go there, yeah. Go, 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 go on for, for, for hours and hours um, with, you, with you on that. Well, you know what? Your, your knowledge would well exceed mine, and so I would be listening for hours and hours and probably talking for about five minutes. Um, I love that approach. Now, do you find, like going to the actual content strategy that mm -hmm. we're discussing with the example of machine learning, however, where you're, you're actually targeting content to people who will likely never be a, a customer of yours, how would, would you, like, are you approaching that the way, I mean, heck, I produce content that's, that's geared for traffic and links, right? Like, mm -hmm. I do. It's not actually, you know, SEOs have blogs. Well, our clients aren't reading how to documents, right? Like we don't want them to, right? <laughs> like, you know, that's otherwise they're just doing it. So I, I guess is that, is that the approach IBM's taking to, to sort of that type of content? Is that sort of the argument there? Is this is inherently good for either, um, you know, relevant topical relevance or, or just pure, you know, we get some good links from this. Um, yeah, in a sense, uh, you have both the uh, topics and pieces of content that are, are true brand plays. They're, they're out there to sort of give the world uh, uh, an idea of what our vision for the future is. Uh, and those are not necessarily what I would consider actionable pieces of content. They are there to embed and to continue to embed uh, IBM into the consciousness of, of the, the population out there that were, well, that happen to be viewing. So that could be the American public. It can be uh, you Canucks uh, up in, in, in the North. Uh, it can be, if it's in another language, it could be someone, you know, in, in Europe. Um, but the idea behind a lot of that is just to sort of embed the brand into the consciousness. And we know that brand uh, indirectly has a, a great benefit when it comes to our even more actionable pieces of content that are truly targeted toward people who are looking to solve a problem uh, with our technology. Um, so it, it, it's, it's a nice ecosystem, uh, truly, because you, you, you do have the brand plays that truly have no you know, immediate monetary value. But then having the brand recognition, having uh, folks that, you know, in 10 years, and we do think of uh, people in, in in terms of that far away, um, going from where they were in, say, middle school, where they saw the commercial, to being in college, uh, or even young professionals, and and being able to make decisions in the corporate world, and going, oh yeah, let's let's see what IBM's doing in this this field right now. Mm -hmm. um, 
And that's the benefit of having a, a long-standing uh, brand like IBM has. Well, that, that is an interesting point because you, you do have, I mean, I, I learned um, how to type on an IBM Selectric. Right, like, and and for, for, for most of our listening audience, they'll be like, yes. I don't even know what a Selectric is, right? Like it had like a little ball of a wheel on a typewriter and it had a little display with like a few characters so that you mm-hmm. can auto, you know, you could correct your uh, auto correct. That was like decade off still. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, but we, you know, I mean, IBM has been around. So how much of that do, do you find? Like how much do you find yourselves being watched? For those sort of moves, right? Like when, when you're investing in something, and, and we'll talk about machine learning, I guess, because that's, that's a subject we're on. But when you're making moves in machine learning with, you know, Watson, we'll, we'll bring that up, for example. How much are people watching you just because, I don't know, you gave us all typewriters on our desks, right? And then, you know, you, you've been the one at the forefront of a, a lot of the, the main major technologies, Um you know, how much is there of that where you're just being what you're winning because your brand is strong and has been around for a while and has been on the forefront for so long and, and so consistently? Yeah, I don't have the numbers on that. But, you know, Dave, you're you're at the age just as I am where, you know, there are people that are our age that are C-level uh, executives in very large companies. Uh, and they've been exposed to the IBM brand since they were typing in their typing class. Uh, on, on the IBM Selectric, you know, so it, it, they they have been exposed to our brand for a long period of time. And we, you know, we're not banking on the fact that they know our brand from that. Uh, but we know that it, it helps. Um, can I quantify that? Probably not directly. Um, but we do know that brands do uh, tend to uh, perform strongly, especially when they're well received. Um you know, by the public, uh, unlike other brands that maybe not have, don't necessarily have a, a great reputation. Um, this is why I, I find it really valuable from an SEO standpoint that we invest in democratizing SEO across the organization in a very white hat way. Um, because I don't want to do anything in my profession to damage this brand. Uh, I mean, if you think about some large brands that really, really messed up <laughs> from an SEO <laughs> perspective and damaged their brand as a result. I mean, think about JCPenney. Think about, um, oh, I'm trying to think of a, of a few more. I, I, I think, um, oh, I'm suddenly uh, completely lost. But we, we know there are large brands uh, that, that either got involved in agencies that, that uh, did some black hat or, or gray hat techniques that got them in trouble. Um, I don't want to do that. Also, um, if I do anything at all as an SEO that costs uh, IBM millions of dollars, it's not just me that loses my job. I could I could be costing somebody else or maybe even tens of somebody else's or hundreds of somebody else's their job. Uh, because when a company loses a lot of money, what do they do? They tend to lay, lay people off. Yep. Um, I don't want to be responsible for that. So reputation is very important for, for me as an SEO. Uh, I, like I said, I can't, I can't directly quantify this. And Google is, has said brand doesn't mean anything to us. Um, but we know That's it does. That's not true. <laughs> we, we know it does. Um, because I can tell you a, a large brand will never have a problem in, in ranking, uh, whereas someone who's an, a, a nobody, for all intents and purposes, um, will have to work 10 times harder to, to rank in the top 10 for the same terms. There's, there's that old IB, or, uh, BMW story. Uh, BMW egregiously spammed Google. 
They were removed for it for a period of what, 12 hours? Yeah. And then they were reinstalled because, honest to goodness, who else is supposed to come up when the user type (laughs) uh, BMW into a search query? Um, and I imagine IBM has 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 the same advantage. Although, although as as you said, that can uh, that can work against you as well, just because mm-hmm. of the, the the massive scale that you're working at. Yeah. Now, as an as the as the head SEO at, at IBM, easy now. I'm just an SEO. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Your your customers, your clients, are not necessarily IBM's clients, but as as you explained. Mm-hmm. There are people within the organization itself who yep. are going to be, you know, carrying out the actual hands-on work, writing the titles, writing the content, writing the schema, uh, uh, preparing the preparing page structure, etc. Your job is to train all of them. Yeah, is that is that pretty close to correct? Uh, yeah. So uh, enablement is is a huge piece of my job at IBM. Uh, that includes working with content writers uh, and making sure that they're um, uh, they're aware of, of best practices from an SEO perspective. So, you know, for example, let's say you have a page that's targeting machine learning. Well, by God, have the, the words machine learning somewhere in the title, at least, <laughs> you know, um, the, the, those very simple basic practices. But then also, you know, I, I've, I've worked with our QA team um, so that they know how to look for uh, red flags before a page launches, uh, you know, hey, this page has a no index tag on it. Is that what you really want before we go to launch? Um, <laughs> you know, uh, we also, uh, you know, work with the developers um, so that they understand how to not to put that no index tag in there. Um, we have a team specifically focused on systemic issues across the site. So I sort of break technical SEO down into two different pieces. One is sort of a project level piece, which is mostly around the page. You know, do you have... Um, proper you know robot settings on this do you have uh all of the tags that you need on the page um href lang those types of things and then there is the systemic piece which has to do along the lines of more along the lines of like speed and you know overall mobile responsiveness and those types of things and so you know we we have uh people in place to sort of uh you know check those things, but then we also want the developers and the system admins to go ahead and have a knowledge of SEO uh, in advance. So even if they don't have the answer, they know they probably should call us and ask for help um, in those cases. So the idea is to empower people uh, so that we can get ahead of problems. We, we, don't, we don't react to problems. We get ahead of them. We're going, but, to, we're going to have to go to break in just a moment. Uh, sure. We have time for, for one more quick question, but I have to make it quick. Um, working at such scale, Mm-hmm. Working, working for 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 the big blue for IBM um, for something that large does that does that make you a better SEO? No, uh, no, it it doesn't make me a better SEO. Uh, in, and I I can tell you that because I know other SEOs in in our our industry who work for much smaller sites that are uh, much more knowledgeable simply because they have a diversity of uh, knowledge about various systems. And they've seen a a number of different scenarios that have popped up that may never impact a a site like mine. Um, You know, uh, like trying to transfer someone from Wix over to a a proper hosting platform, you know, for example. (laughs) Uh, Or just just talking to them, man. Just talking to them is a problem. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes. Right. So, you know, the, the, there, there are people out there that are that maybe have a lot more um, just 
immediate um, knowledge of, of the industry and, and the problems that pop up, it doesn't make me better. It just makes me understand the, you know, maybe some of the deeper aspects of SEO a little bit more, the philosophical aspects of, of SEO a little bit more. Um, because again, I'm trying to get ahead of problems. I'm trying to build a framework and a philosophy in my organization so that I don't run into any of these problems in the future. Keith, we are going to have to take a break. Can we, get, can we get you to stick around for a couple minutes while we, while we take a commercial break here? Yeah, I'll be here. Okay. Uh, friends, you are listening to Webcology on webmasterradio.fm. It's the 28th of March, 2019. We have Keith Good from, from, from IBM on the line. And on behalf of Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing, this is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. Stick around. There's more Webcology coming up after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break. What if you had access to analytics from the most visited sites on the web? Think about real-time sales and signups from Amazon and Netflix, stats and engagement from Slack and HubSpot, all on one patented platform. That's Nacho Analytics. Nacho is perfect for details on your product design and development, instant for influencer info, and fantastic for real-time financial figures. Level the playing field today for your business with Nacho. What are you doing? All this Nacho talk got me hungry. Level the playing field today for your business with NachoAnalytics.com. Seriously? Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. A more refreshing kind of talk radio. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Webcology on WebmasterRadio.fm. It is the 28th of March, 2019. Spring's almost over, folks. Um, this is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing. We've got Keith Good from IBM on the phone. And uh, hey, before we jump back into the interview, Dave, you're a you're a judge over at the at the U.S. Search Awards, aren't you? Yes, I am. We have got to get a category in this in the Search Awards for best new product name. Because <laughs> um, I'm serious, those 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 Nacho Analytic guys, they they, they got to get more credit for for at least for for the most creative product name of 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 of, of my career, anyway. That's true. It is a good name. It is not your analytics. Not your analytics. <laughs> okay, I'm done. <laughs> I, mu- I wonder what would happen if somebody tried to run like IBM through Nacho Analytics. <laughs> so when when we think of analytics, Keith, we think of uh, you know 
stuff we could look at on a page. When you think of analytics, what do you think of? Uh, I'm thinking of more along the lines of of, of groups of pages, um, of types of pages. Um, I, I'm I'm less. I'm of course, obviously, um, w- you know, we our team, the SEO team at IBM, we act as an internal agency to the business units within IBM. So, you know, the BUs are our clients, and they do, in fact take a great interest in making sure the individual pages rank well. But I'm, you know, again, we're looking for, for deeper problems. We're looking for systemic problems uh, that if we can fix on, you know, if we can fix once and affect 20 pages or 100 pages or 1,000 pages, that's the path we want to take. So, um, you know, when I'm looking at analytics, I'm looking for trends uh, across many, many pages. Um, you know, and then I then you know if we if we really need to focus on the individual pages, we can do that. That's not a problem. But uh, yeah, it, it is a it is a bigger scope that we're looking at. And if I get uh, it, it's a it's a rabbit hole. If I start following pages down the analytics path, it, I get into a rabbit hole, and suddenly I'm in Wonderland, and you know I have no more time left. Jeez, if 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 only you had a large positronic brain there that you play with that that would help you. <laughs> oh, you do. Do they ever play with Watson? Uh, that is a uh, yes and no. Uh, yes, it's available. It, no, because I, I, um, well, you know how it is. You get into the weeds with your own job, and th- these these fanciful um, ideas that you have never really come to fruition. Um, that's that's how it is with with me. Because there's so many things I would love to plug into Watson and have him sort of tell me what he. Well, it, I don't know. Is it a, it is a he, I guess it does have a man's voice. Um, you know, I, I, I want to know what he, he can pull out of all of the data. Cause as SEOs, we have our hands on so much data from crawl data to analytics data, um, to whatever Google's spitting out of, you know, Google search console. I would love to know what, uh, he says. Um, and so there are some ideas. We are working on some stuff on the side, which I can't really talk about, but, um, Certainly not all the projects that I wanted to to involve myself with are uh, in the works now, simply there's, because I just haven't had time. There's another difference between the small, the smaller business and the massive large enterprise. See, if 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 if, if, if I was there, I'd just get a bunch of people together with, with some beers on a Friday night, and we'd go mess with Watson. Yeah. But you're not allowed to do that. <laughs> well, you have to work with the Watson engineers, um, you know, because you don't they they uh, they know how to get what get to what you need uh better than you do um so i i'm just rye not a programmer whiskey. by nature rye whiskey yeah rye whiskey it's gotta be all right um, i mean um i can i can bribe them i do have a bar in my house so i can certainly um you know you guys you guys have probably seen all my my drink posts that's that's sort of my side hobby but um yeah uh you know things like chatbot that's one of the things that it's it's kind of a side project that I'm working on right now is is I, since I've built all of these these education portals within the IBM ecosystem I'm looking at building chatbots now so that people can ask questions like how do I get my page to rank you know and then I can have the chatbot answer that rather than than them contacting you know me directly so it's a lot of fun pretty excellent if you if you, if, if, if you can get that chatbot to pass the Turing test, I think you've got, you got yourself a product that every SEO needs. If, if I can get the chatbot to pass the Turing test, um, I, I, I think I'm probably going to need to get a cabin out in the woods and, you know, uh, hide for the, over, for, for the uh, new overlords, our, our robot overlords. 
knowing uh, knowing Keith because we because we were chatting about this that you you won't buy a new because uh, I know you have you have quite a selection of, of beverages um, yeah. and and knowing that you'll purchase one if there's a couple recipes I keep wanting to find like some obscure really difficult to find um, sort of liqueur or something mm -hmm. and then finding two great recipes to set over and go yeah. now you have to try and track this down to add it to yeah. your collection. Um, yeah. No, we've been we've been talking a lot about algorithms. We've been talking a lot about you know uh, on the broad scope of of, of sort of SEO and, and some of the stuff that of course I'm interested in machine learning. We've been talking a little bit about that. But let's let's go to you. What are you looking at right now? Like what what are what are the areas in in search that that you yourself are are, are just sort of like yeah isolating and going okay this is this is something I need to be watching. Um, you know, what I'm really interested in right now, uh, and I talked a little bit about this at PubCon Florida in, in my talk, uh, is the, um, is the idea of collaborating across multiple disciplines and building sort of unified experience, um, per campaign. So, I mean, if you think about, uh, especially in large organizations, I don't know if this happens as much in small organizations, though I, I imagine that it does, um, Oftentimes, you, you get these campaigns that are built by either your agency or, you know, your, your in-house um, paid team that look nothing like the page that the, uh, the person eventually lands on. And you've got people talking in paid social using messaging that doesn't necessarily align to the way you talk about the product on the page or even in your, your PPC efforts. Mm -hmm. um, so one of the things that I'm, I'm just I'm eyeing remotely because I'm not a part of that team are what we're doing with win rooms and what we're trying to do with to try to, to sort of build a unified win for the for the user because uh, the, the user is extremely important um, as you know I think we all know or should know um, and what does it look like when we've we've got a fully unified experience in every channel um, for the user and does that you know improve our engagement does that improve our overall conversions uh, or our brand in general um, yeah, that's that's really one of the things I'm I'm looking at a lot now, uh, just from an external SEO perspective. Though I tend to have my head down a lot working internally to educate folks. <laughs> yeah. well, you, you know, that's that's an interesting segue, and 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 I know specific to enterprise, but we we do have listeners who are who are dealing with enterprise. Um, so I'm going to ask actually two questions. How big a challenge is it? Because we were talking about this in content earlier, and like you've still got people who are needing to know that we're not writing like it's 1999, right? Like yeah. how much of a challenge is it to keep your teams up on from, from the various sections and, and how do you even know who needs what education or, or do you just sort of have to go, everybody in content needs this education. Cause I have to assume none of them know it, even though some may. It, it, it depends on the situation. Most of the time, though, what happens is is that someone's, uh, you know, a business unit, for example, might not be doing very well from an organic perspective. And that catches the eye of the senior VP. And the senior VP says, why is this happening? And they go, ooh, we need SEO. Um, <laughs> uh, so, you know, again, executives love money. They, you know, when they see money, that the money they should be getting isn't coming into a specific channel. They, they start asking questions, uncomfortable questions. And um, as a result, people start moving. So more often than not, what happens is if someone is looking at their, their analytics and they're realizing that they're very weak from uh, an organic perspective or, or, you know, even from a paid perspective, and then they'll reach out to us. Um, in other cases, we notice it and we call it out, and then 
that same conversation happens um, because we, we, you know, one of the things that I find that is really effective for in-house teams is you have to be on a cadence of reporting and you can't vary from that cadence and you have to, you know, people need to know what they're going to get from you and they need to know when they're going to get it and they have to get it. So this is, that's how it is with analytics. You have to be reporting to your executives on a regular basis and showing them why this is a priority um, and uh, the executives will take care of the rest in many cases. Now, okay, now what advice would you give? And I, I said I'd go two directions. So I'm going to go to a, a different one because you're also just like a human who who talks to SEOs all, all over the place. Uh, what do you do to sort of keep yourself up? Like you're having to deal with a bunch of different departments. Of course, mm-hmm. now you need like sort of a, a top level. I need to understand all the all this yeah. stuff that, that's going on. But there's too much for any one of us without making that just like a and we'll not not to minimize this because it's incredibly important, but without becoming very Schwartz, because the only thing you would have time to do if you're trying to keep up on everything is just keep up on everything, but you're not going to have time to actually be an SEO because you're needing to be a reporter and, and thank goodness that those people are out there. But how do you sort of prioritize since you also are responsible for, for making sure that the SEO is going properly? How do you, filter the information that you have coming in and sort of deciding what is important, what isn't important, what can I sort of just send off and go, okay, I saw the title, I can forward this off to so-and-so to get done. <laughs> well, it, it is being able to determine what's noise and what's true signal uh, in, in many cases. It, it's it's a matter of, you know, like I, I can't look at everything Barry Schwartz looks at because uh, oftentimes Barry Schwartz um, does a little bit of vague booking uh, in many cases with, with his articles. <laughs> and, you know, there are, there are signals, you know, there, there are hints that things are happening and that doesn't do me any good. So I can easily dismiss a lot of those articles when I have concrete data pointing uh, out how this is affecting a broad swath of, of sites, then I'll listen to it. But most of the time, uh, you know, Barry's a reporter by, by, by his very nature, and he's very good at what he does, uh, but he also reports a lot, and he writes a lot. And I, I, I can't even imagine how many thousands of articles that man has written. Um, but not everything that he's written has, has either come, has come to fruition or has, has been as severe as, as maybe was initially, initially thought. So that's, that's, to me, that is just the experience that, that tells me whether it is noise or whether it's true signal. Okay, well, I'm not perhaps- about to go. Perhaps a, a better way to, to, to phrase to phrase that same kind of question is um, the needs of enterprise are, are, are very different than the, than, than the needs of uh, of smaller scale SEO. Um, where do uh, where do people working on that scale? Um, where what do they need to be thinking each day? Where do they need to be going when they come into work? Um, well, I think we all check our analytics uh, first thing um, in the morning, um, and and we all check you know our dashboards and make sure that everything. Uh, is, is up and to the, the right, uh, that you want to go up and to the right and everything going uh, down and to the right uh, that you want to go down to the right is, is going in those directions. Um, but, you know, in, in, honestly, <laughs> day to day, I have, I, I have my, my weekly tasks and I have my, my, my weekly goals. And I actually run a, like a mini scrum in my own mind of, uh, you know, where I, I basically start moving um, items in my swim lane from from left to right, where I'm like, all right, I got to work on this, I got to focus on this, and it is a it is a long term play. It is, you know, I've got to write this, you know, ten page, um, you know, ebook on how to properly um, uh, optimize your content for 
this many departments and it's not at all going to directly affect my analytics or my, or how we're ranking in the SERPs, but in the long term, it, it will. And oftentimes, like for our infrastructure team, you know, the, they aren't going to see the changes they want to see in a week. They might it might take them two months to get the changes that they want to see, and so they too have to say, well, this is this is not a day that's going to see a change, but I'll see that change in you know two weeks uh, or a month. So, you know, it, it is different. It is different for the big, you know, enterprises because, um, you, you know, smaller, smaller sites. Sure, you can go and you can change five you know, page titles in a single day and expect maybe some uplift in, in you know, the next few days. Um, but so, you know, we, we don't work at that scale. We well, work at well, that, that does beg the question. When you just got to move the needle now, mm-hmm. what do you do? Internal links. <laughs> In, <laughs> it, internal links. If I want to, if I want to move the the ranking for for someone, the, the sheer power of IBM links is 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 huge. And so I can often see that if someone is not ranking well, we just haven't linked to that page. And we're dealing with maybe an, an orphaned page in, in many of those cases. So I can move the needle pretty quickly in those cases. Uh, if I if I want to fix a a problem. Uh, that's a little bit uh, more of a, of a, you know, an issue. Like if it's a, a content problem that's caused us to get penalized for whatever reason, I have to have some conversations, uh, and that takes a little bit more uh, to, to move the needle on. Okay, I'm afraid that we have gone around the clock. We've gone full time. Unless Dave, you could you can think of a question that can be answered in like 20 seconds. Oh, okay. You know what? I'll go with this because I because I was wondering earlier. How often, because you're at IBM, because there's so much to deal with, how often do you get saved from yourself? I, I, I deal with clients, we all do, where it's like, ah, something's happening, and then you go like frantically, like, I've done it, I'm an SEO, right? Like, ah, what's happening? To a client, I can go, you need to wait till the update rolls out fully, right? But to myself, I'm like, I can edit things. How often do you get saved from yourself from a legal team? Oh, uh, every couple of days, Patrick Stocks pulls me out of a mess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Patrick. Yeah. <laughs> Chef and Patrick Stocks, right on. (laughs) Okay, I can hear in the background. That's our goodbye music. Um, Keith, man, thank you so much for spending time with us. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. Talk to you guys soon. Friends, it was Keith Good from IBM. Uh, We're out of here in mere seconds. So on behalf of Dave Davies from BSOC Internet Marketing, this is Jim Hedger from Digital Voice Media. You've been listening to Webcology on webmasterradio.fm, 28th of March, 2018. Get out there and enjoy spring while you still got it. We love you. We'll talk to you next week. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors.